Get the best odds on all the big games this March. Download the Circa Sports Iowa app today. Hey, everybody. Fockhouse time here from Charterhouse Real Estate in Ankeny. Thank God we started this thing because Ross and Jared were talking hockey, and I don't give a crap <laughs> about that. So You're outnumbered today. Nick's here, too, who yeah. actually happens to be a hockey ref. So please, God, let's not go down this road. Or I might as well get some work done. Look, I get that you don't enjoy the sport you don't understand the nuances of it but why would you hate the sport yeah. like i don't get why you all right, all right. absolutely dislike okay, it okay hate, hate was strong okay hate was strong I, like, but you're gonna do anything to avoid my, hockey. it's not my sport like, if we go to vegas we're like hey we can take in a vegas golden knights game you're yeah. gonna say oh no i'd rather just sit in the sports book and watch uh i don't know some mac football right uh yes and, yeah. may, and maybe my hatred for hockey if we're gonna use that word is because i don't understand it enough to bet on it Maybe that's what it is. It's it's a game. I don't feel I don't feel confident betting on hockey. Near the sports you hate, there's some popular ones. Soccer is the most popular sport to hate. Yeah. NASCAR is a very popular. I feel, but I don't know. Hateable sport. But I would not lump soccer and hockey together for me, because I've watched hockey. I've watched a full hockey game before. Um, You've explained icing to me and all of that stuff. Hockey is is kind of exciting. It's yeah. constant action in hockey. Soccer does not have constant action. The field's too big. And there's a lot of the middle territory where, in my opinion, nothing's happening, Ross. I thought you were a soccer guy I think, when I brought that I up. Think it's, I, it's I, midfield. I did. I thought, midfield. You, were, thought you played soccer. You yeah, been when, when a, I was eight. You would have been an amazing soccer player. Yeah, I used to wear underwear as superheroes there's on There's not many too, Ross, soccer players that can run a 4-4-40. Yeah. Soccer was, uh, let's go back to my youth a little bit. <laughs> You know why I love soccer playing? Because growing up in Ames, I was, hey, say what you want, I was one of the fastest guys in town. Yeah, my, and, that, my, and that's what it matters to be in soccer. That's really what matters when you're young. And, and at that age, my yeah, mic something sounds just happened weird. to your, and it just happened. That was weird. We'll figure it out here. It's a mic cord crossing something, I bet. Stand by for news. Uh, yeah, something weird happened there. I don't know. All of a sudden, Charter's microphone kind of... Hey, good thing we're not live, boys. This is why pilots get paid so much. Because when you don't have a pilot, things go haywire. Which, uh, which, uh, which, uh, your three there? Can you hear Uh, me? Everything looks normal to me. I don't know what you could have done there that all of a sudden, and almost like that wire would have crossed something and all of a sudden... It's like God didn't want me talking about hockey. (laughs) Is that... I think I can maybe do that. That There's more of a soccer thing, I think. Hello? I can't hear my own self. Oh my gosh, Mark! Something's tragic has happened to your Jared. Uh, we'll there just, it is. We'll You're just back. go back a little bit. I still don't hear myself. Oh, well, you sound good to me. So piss are we, off. Are we good, Jared? You, you sound better. Looks fine. Looks fine. Yeah, yeah, it's fine to me. Okay, we Jared. Can, we can Jared edit. We can, you ed- look fine. we can edit out that monstrosity of a section. There. <laughs> uh, there we go. I could hear. Okay, what uh, what were we talking about, boys? You, before you we being, had some microphones. You being really awesome at soccer. Oh yeah. So so that was the the age where you'd score. Um, six seven eight goals a game because you were just faster than everybody else so you'd get out in front of them and the goalie sucked and you were the pele of ames youth soccer back in the 90s lighter skin tone but yeah i was well you were the probably the darkest kid in ames let's be honest does that date me to know who pele is by the way no that's a name that i would hope kids for the next hundred years now and it's worldwide absolutely not pele is a might be one of the most famous athletes of all time worldwide that is true but i i don't know that my kids would get that one i feel bad well, as, kid, i feel your, bad your, as your son is 10 but he should know but he should still know can we, can, give it a couple years he should at least know the name not maybe know yeah. who he was or how like can right. we, can we, can he we was test nick sport. here see if he gets this what uh what country was pele from brazil yep brazil yep 
Rob, what else you got? Your, what your, else turn, you got? your turn for Pele trivia. Okay. What is the greatest Pele movie of all time? Oh my goodness! I have no idea. I don't even know it's, what you're what what you're referring to. Yeah, here. to me, it's got to be uh, kicking and screaming with Will Ferrell, where he's got, <laughs> he got the Pele ball. He doesn't want to give to his kid, right? Uh, no, Pele was oh. actually in a very very good movie, and I don't know if you've seen this, but if not, you need to check this out. Remember when I was a kid, there was a movie that he was in. A movie called Victory. Yeah. Oh. Starring Sylvester Stallone, it revolves around uh, prisoner of war, and they're playing German guards. And he's a he's one of the he prisoner war. He does the work. bicycle kick in the movie. He does the bicycle yeah, kick yeah, in the I movie. I know what you're talking yep, about. Yep, it's called Victory. So definitely check it out. Sylvester Stallone is the goalkeeper in that one. Well, the only reason that I brought up soccer when you were talking about hockey is I feel like that's a very similar conversation that Nick was trying to have with you about just hating a sport. And, and I know hate is the wrong word, but we're going to use that word as kind of the yeah. feeling that you have. Sure. And what it really is, and you defined it perfectly, man, it's not understanding it. Mm-hmm. It's so easy to, when we don't understand something, to go, well, it's stupid. It's like you Game know, of just, Thrones. Right. It's just, we're talking about earlier, I don't like Game of Thrones, but I don't, I've never seen it. I yeah, don't understand I've it. never seen it either. And it's really easy, Mark, for us to go, well, it's stupid about dragons and incest. and uh, We've never seen it. We don't understand it. And it's so, that's just the default that all human beings go to. You're the, se- you're the second person today, by the way. Man, now my ears now are really loud. Now that went way loud. That's yeah. crazy. What is going on? Now we're good. Go okay. ahead. All right. So you're the second person today uh, talking to me about Game of Thrones that's thrown out the word incest. Okay. So now we got a show about incest that apparently millions of people are into. So now I'm starting to question people. What the hell is going on in this show? And why is everyone okay with the incest? Well, okay, okay. First of all, I don't know anybody's okay with it. I don't know. They're I, embracing again, it, Ross. I have they're watching. Seen. People love hey. the shock factor. Of all right. Stuff. Man. The, more, the, the incest, like, okay, that's been around, whatever. But this twincest. I've heard the word twincest. Wait no. a minute. So those are... I'm assuming is that is, Game of Thrones too? Yeah. yeah uh, yes. I didn't know this. I don't... I, I've heard. I don't I don't watch the show either. KK, did you um, say there's twincest on Game of Thrones? Yes, we have a confirmation on that. Do you call it Game of Thrones, or do you have some? Do you call it GOT, or do you have some? Okay, okay. She just KK is binge watching Game right. of Thrones. Okay, all right. It's good for yeah. But I see. I almost jumped into it. Good for you. We're all on the same team because that's what we always have to do. Preach, brother. We always have to divide our teams up, and I'm. I love having sex with my wife. She doesn't like having sex with me. Yeah, I do, yeah. For people people that can't hear with KK, do you like to have sex with your wife? Was the question from from off the uh, off the mic there. I like having sex with my wife. I, no, <laughs> it doesn't end there. No. So so this is true. This is why I, I don't hate Game of Thrones. By the way, because it's funny because KK mentioned this. KK is um, very with child at this point, um, and I think she would agree. She's in the like the uncomfortable stage, right? Is that, that accurate? Uncomfortable. So when that happens to many women out there, they don't want to get it on all the time. But this coincides with the fact that her and her husband just started watching Game of Thrones. And apparently Game of Thrones is an aphrodisiac. Listen, don't I, stop I, And now. I can attest. Stop. I can attest to this, stop. Ross. Stop. Because there's been many nights when my wife will watch it, I'll fall asleep. And then I get a tap on the shoulder, waking me back up. What does she want? She wants, she wants to talk she, about she wants the deep twin She wants to talk about twin oh, She wants sure. she wants the some action. So apparently that is the the upside for this show, is if a woman watches it, they like it, and you get the rewards. Hmm. So now that I didn't stop, now you can go ahead and that, tell me why. That's, I my, that's been my problem the last seven years is I haven't had my wife watching Game of Thrones. <laughs> apparently. 
Apparently, yeah. Have you heard the whole, like... Uh, I just thought it was that I was disgusting and gross, and it turns out that it's just I don't watch the right yeah. TV shows. Dodge that bullet. Woo. Now, until, Ross, until she actually says that to you, maybe she has. That's oh, all That's oh, all in your mind. Has my wife said that to me? You're di- yes. You're disgusting. Multiple times. Yeah. Man, I, I can't even hear myself. This the number, squawking dude, so much. Your wife has never called you gross? No. Your wife's never called you disgusting? No. You lucky... I, I don't know the world you live in. Let, let, well, let me say this, and this is 100% honest, okay? Uh, and part of it is intent, and part of it is the way that I was built, okay? I've, I've been with my wife for 20 years. I've been with my wife for 20 years. Yeah, okay? same here, same here. All right. I have, I have uh, farted in front of my wife less than five times. Oh, my gosh. In Are 20 you years. kidding me? I'm not a gassy person. Serious? I'm not gassy. Now, hold on. I'm an extremely gassy person. I am not. Like, I'm, a, I'm an extremely gassy person. Yeah. I farted in front of my wife the very first night we laid in bed together. The very first night we laid in no. bed. I'm like, you know, you just better get used to this. Did you giggle? <laughs> Did you giggle, too? Well, I kind of prepared for it, too. Yeah. Like, hey, this is just kind of who I am, and this is the way things go down. I don't burp. I never burp. Yeah. If I burp, it means I'm about to throw up. See, now oh. I, I do, everything I do goes out the other end. I, it's a, I mean, I'm a comical farter. But normally, women will <laughs> say, horrible. like, when the, when the topic of, you're so gross, when that comes up for an average woman, it's because you just ripped ass in front of them or well, it stinks or whatever. I just don't do that. I'd say a good I just half, don't do it. I'd say a good half the time my wife has called me gross or disgusting, it's when I've uh, when I've farted. And a lot of times she blames me for aiming my farts at her because I, <laughs> I, have, to, I have to lift a leg to fart. Do you ever cup it and throw at the same no, time? No, that's a, that's a big brother move, and I was a little brother, so okay. I take great offense to that, and you brought back the, some the, PTSD by the, saying the that. Nick, have you ever cupped a fart before? Uh, no. Offered it as a sacrifice. No, and, I, and I'm, I'm with you, Charter, that uh, I don't. I don't really do that in front of my wife. Yeah, I've um, farted in front of you guys more than five <laughs> times. I'll promise you that. Maybe not KK because I respect her and I don't want her to think I'm disgusting and gross. So I've probably held off in front of her, but I guarantee you in front of Mark. I farted in, this, in the studio the other day. I, I put Williams in tears <laughs> mid-show. I'm like, ah, here comes one. Look out. Can you hear it on the air? No, no. Yeah. We, uh, not he gets mad at me, though, because I'll fart in front of the elevator, too. That's, <laughs> that's a baller move. Because, <laughs> no, it's a... You hear professional crop duster. Oh, buddy. That was... I, I killed a Disney gift shop <laughs> when we were down at Disney. Oh, my gosh. That place probably still stinks. I got crop dusted by a client the other day. I was out showing homes, and I walked into a cloud, man. And it was, and it was, there was no mistake, and it was, just, okay. it was just me and the Listen, client, dude. The so thing. I knew where it was coming from. We need to have this conversation as a society. It's okay to acknowledge it. It's okay to walk in and go, "Whoa, somebody's butt stinks," and then somebody <laughs> in the room goes, "Yeah, that's right, guys. That was me." And you all have a laugh, and you go, "Oh, you're horrible and disgusting and gross." Or you got the guys like, "You're welcome." And everybody can know that that person's gross. I have to live in this cloud of disgusting shame. <laughs> Where I'm, I can't be open about it. If I'm we just, could just all talk about it, I'd feel better. It's kind of so like mental health. I'm so tuned into smells differently than you are. I like it when clients walk into our office and say, "Man, it smells good in here." Yeah, that's I don't what want them to say like, "Leave a candle it, burning it, overnight." It smells like I'm inside your butthole right now. <laughs> that's not what I want a client to say it when they like walk a, into this smell space. Like a, smell like a dog pooped on my lips. That's, yeah, that's horrible. I left the <laughs> candle burning all night long last night too here at the office, so we're lucky to be here today. You have <laughs> farted five times. You just answered. Maybe Disgusting thing for me. Maybe maximum, yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. So, okay, so a couple times my wife, like in the middle of just fights in general, she'll just kind of bust out the, you're disgusting. You just are gross and disgusting. Yeah, but like, what are you doing in that fight to justify that comment? I think just being me for the most I part. I get told that like as my, my personality is disgusting or gross, but like physically or like like it would be different yeah if you're like if you're like standing butt naked in front of the uh, mirror shaven or something and she walks in it's like you were disgusting well naked like that's a different that's a different context i would never be naked again in my entire i would shower with my clothes on if if you've never been called disgusting or gross while you were naked what sheltered life do you boys live i like to i black out a lot yeah. Honest, <laughs> I'm, I probably have. I just don't recall it. I just, a lot of malted hops have uh, taken care of that <laughs> well, problem. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's more of a defense mechanism, but yeah, it's, it's usually aided by uh, some chemicals. I, 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 I'm not. I'm sorry. I just, I don't, I would, that would hurt. I call myself. That would hurt. Oh, it hurts. When I look in the mirror, oh, I call myself oh, disgusting. Yeah, I think you yeah, could look at yourself and be like, man, I'm, I'm not as in shape as I used to be, but <laughs> it's just, uh, I, yeah, I don't know, man. I feel yeah. bad for you all of a sudden. I, came, um, I honestly thought that guys just farted in front of their wives. This is a this is a Dave Pelzer moment for me here, man. I am I'm I'm shocked to know that I'm the I'm the only one that lives this life. Well, I don't well, think we you're have, the only we one have, that lives we have one life. wife here. Yeah. We have one wife here. So your husband farts a lot. We poop with Good. the door open. Oh, yes. I, I'm, that's, thank you. Thank you. See, that's gross to me. Pooping no. with the door open. There's lock, no need for lock that. Lock the door. Fan what? on. Sound on the phone as there's, loud as it can no go. There's no need for that. Water faucet why, running. Why, why do you want to watch somebody take a poop? You don't want to watch somebody take a poop, but the kids are downstairs using the bathroom. She's. I'm, I'm, I'm pooping, is, and Aaron's got to do something. Is the toilet, like, beside your bed? In your house? I mean, where are you living, dude? Well, the, the bathroom is attached to the bedroom. Okay, are, yeah. you, are you hurting for doors? Can I help you as a friend no, and buy a got, door? We've got doors. Okay, so then why I, is the door not being used? Because that's a room that has to be occupied when it has to be occupied. If it is, you know, hey, it's I, I've got to uh, wash my hands or I've got to do something before I leave the house, I've got to do that. If I've got to brush my teeth in the morning, oh, I've got to do that. I, I'm not talking about and brushing somebody, your teeth, If man. somebody happens to be pooping while I need to use that room, then so be it. We all do it. Okay, so you have your bathroom has the sink area and the toilet all in the same spot. There's no door to shut the toilet off from the sinks, I, right? I, I have what I think you realtors would call a uh, efficiency bathroom where everything's in one room. Yeah. yeah it's not. So at my house, not, we have a water closet. At, at, my, at my home, we have a water closet, as, yeah. the, as the Brits call it. So you got a separate space to go poop. Brits is a nice word for douche. but okay. <laughs> So, uh, yeah. It is, it is weird, though, and you guys have all gone through this potty training your kid, right? You're like, hey, everybody poops. It's okay. But then, like, I'm like, go get away from me. Get away from me. Don't go into that room for 30 minutes. See, Let the fan wrong? clear everything out. Why do you out? guys have these? What? I don't understand. Dude, man. I'm at the I, phase now with my son, Duke, where I'm pooping when he's pooping. Because if I say I'm going to go poop, Duke... Um, has to do it too, whether he actually goes or not. So he's got his little uh, little potty yeah, that's right. like uh, 12 inches off the floor. Yeah, if that, right. And that's facing my potty. So I'm sitting doing my thing, and he's sitting doing his thing, and we're just staring at each other. Eye contact it's during kind of that. A, and I noticed, I know this because, again, my wife and I have an open-door policy. Eye contact with a loved one while pooping 
It's a soul-searching moment. That's, like it, it gets I to mean, you, I, 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 I would say, I like, hey, man, I know that. exactly what you're talking about, but I just I wouldn't do that. I'll I'd, I'd, I'd look at the floor. I've shared this story before get on out. the air, so I don't, I don't feel like I'm revealing a friend's secrets, but I've been lucky enough over the last couple of years to get to know Derek Pagel, mm-hmm. who played for the Hawkeyes yep. and played in the NFL for a while. Yep. Super guy. Really, really funny dude. And he tells this story about the Penn State, and the locker room at Penn State does not have – stall doors so there is a shower room and there's a toilet room and the toilets aren't all on one wall yeah so the toilets face each other with no doors mm-hmm. and Derek's getting ready to have I believe it was his first start of his career yeah nerves are through the roof and about 10 minutes before kickoff like he gets this gut boil of oh my gosh I gotta I gotta do this so he runs into the locker room and does his business, okay? Yep. Right in the middle of dropping the deuce, Kirk Ferentz walks into the toilet room <laughs> and sits down in the toilet, like, across from Peggle. <laughs> He's like, we're, we are eye to eye. They're game Make, We're, we're eye point. contact, <laughs> yeah. 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 And, and, and he's like, you know, I don't oh know what gosh. to say. I'm kind of, it's very awkward. He's like, I'm looking into my coach's eyes, and all Ferentz says to me is, ready to go today, Derek? <laughs> I said, yes, sir. Going right now, <laughs> actually. <laughs> yeah. One of the worst uh, smells ever uh, back when I ran track is, um, if you're familiar with track meets, they have, like, the uh, last call for the event. Mm-hmm. So I remember, like, indoor events um, at Iowa State. This was when I was in high school. But at Iowa State, they'd have a, a big indoor track meet there. And, like, for the 4 by 100 or whatever, last call, and you'd go over to the space to check in for the meet. And they'd give instructions, you know, you know, use the red triangles or whatever for the handoffs. That was the worst smell ever, dude, because the race is almost about to start, and you get track nerves, you know, and a lot of people are just, they're ripping, just dude. Ripping. They're ripping. And, like, the nervous farts are worse than a regular one. It, it's like something something's built up inside you that stinks. I had to get, it's, oh, go ahead. Get, get, it's get. all these conversations that, I don't know, I've, I've done something internally to myself. Like, I worked at Nationwide. I bet it was two years I worked there before I went to the bathroom there. That's crazy to me. I just have I'm you not comfortable here? with it. Have you gone here? Since I have. You? Okay, there you go. I have, and it, but even here, it took me a little while. Like I had to make sure everyone's gone. Like okay, they they went to lunch. They're not going to be back for an hour. I can go now, locking all the doors down, shutting the lights off. So if anybody mm-hmm. walks up, they're going to think we're closed for for good. Yep. Yesterday. Uh, I. Uh oh. Yeah, I did yesterday. Yeah, I did. Like, all right. Wait. How do you know that though? So let's because don't tell me, don't tell me because it's so rare, right? Nine times out of ten, my shit don't stink. Let's That's the other thing. It's on the camera. Yeah, probably. By, by the That's way, the other thing that freaks me out. By the way, you never right? have to have stinky office poop again. Uh, poopery. It's the best investment you'll ever yep. make. No, I will disagree. There is a better what? investment. Better investment for twenty dollars. Yeah. You can buy on Amazon an aftermarket bidet that attaches to any toilet on the planet. Now, have you? Now listen. Have to me, I showed a house bidet. that had this the other day. As you, I as people have, loved it. As you I go down this one, road, I have one at my in the bathroom that I built upstairs. The one that is as the it, it's. A shower and a sink and a toilet all in one room. Yeah. It, like some idiot. Yeah. Some poor <laughs> peasant. I can't I have afford a, I have a door. I have a bathroom Ross, that has all the stuff in it. You are in the majority. I know. I that. hope you know. I know. That. Okay. Yeah, I'm picking our charter here. <laughs> uh, it's the reason I bought the house. We have a bidet <laughs> Water closet. In, in there. And and it took me when my wife, she was pregnant, when she did it. And I there was, 
I believe we th- I thought we were going to do like cloth diapers, so we yeah, got yeah. this like system that was going to, but the bidet was a part of it. Yeah. It's amazing. I have questions. Yeah. So, uh, question one, you poop. Yeah. Yeah, and then, so yes, and, I then, and then do you wipe? Do you wipe? N- not until after. The amount of toilet paper I save, Mark, is... Okay, I would, okay. I'd love to know the number. I mean, so, I could so really here, put dollar here's, figures here's, on it. Here's, here's what... <laughs> Literally one. So, here's, no, here's what I'm thinking. I'm not, I'm not, I, I, I use more toilet paper here, blowing my nose than I do wiping my... All right, so tell mouth. me where I'm off here, okay? So you've just sat on the toilet, mm-hmm. all right, and you've just had an incident. Mm-hmm. You've desecrated that toilet to mm-hmm. the extent that even God's embarrassed for you. <laughs> yep. And now you're going to splash water on that mess. Doesn't on, it get all over your you say, all you, over your butt cheeks and like what is happening with this water flow? So Mark, let me, uh, so the thing, the weird thing to me is the opposite. It's weird to me. Like, hey, let me, let me, and I try, I'm not trying to not answer your question. I just want to use a different example. If you got poop on your elbow, mm-hmm. would you just take a dry piece <laughs> of paper and wipe that poop off your elbow? I would or, take, I would or, take a or damn would you cloth. Want, or would you, if I said, Mark, here are your two options. You can take a dry piece of paper and you can wipe that poop off your elbow. Or yeah. I can take a shot of water and I can squirt that. And okay. then you can wipe. But here's it. what I'm picturing. I'm just asking you. You I'm drop, just, you drop trowel right now and take a poop on our floor. Yep. And I fall in behind you with the garden hose, and I start spraying that poop. It's mm-hmm. going places. You're right, but Mark, we're not. That I'm does not, not Mark, seem But Mark, I'm not pooping me. on the floor. I'm pooping in a designed bowl. I'm not worried about that, the, where the, the, the where the poop has now is sitting in the water. You're worried about the poop that's on my butt. Yes. <laughs> it it sprays off and back into the bowl. Gravity pulls it down. It doesn't shoot all over the bathroom. It doesn't like. <laughs> How is the water the always poop? warm? Too. It's not warm. See that. That it's sucks, not, it's dude. not because because you you feed it off the water supply from your toilet. Oh, then you, you bought jump. the wrong one. These, the one I saw, it said it's always no, no, no. Right you away, can, it's always warm. You can buy, water. but yeah. you don't need it. That, listen, that cold little shot of water kind of not good in order. Okay. So do you do this? Sign me up. Okay. Do you do this every time you poop? By the way. In fact, that's what made me think of it because I don't mind pooping at work. I don't mind it. But I love pooping at home. Okay, but there's and a it's, combo. And it's the yeah. bidet. It's not. It's not there, the toilet. It's uh, not the comfort, comfort at home. There, there's I don't a, give there, a crap. There, there's I'll, a combo I'll poop in here. front of people. I don't, I don't matter. give a crap. I here's, think you did there. Here's here's the, probably the solution that that works best in my opinion. So you got dry paper, and you can say that doesn't work well for various reasons, right? And then you got what you're preferring, which is I'm going to spray water up my bunghole, which doesn't sound all that appealing to me. Well, try it. The combo, the combo is the flushable wipes. Yep. No, a no. A pack of those, oh, they're damp. Yes. Guys, they're no. damp. You yes. have been, you, you get have coverage. Been. No. Uh, now, okay, I'm, for comfort and for wiping and all that, like if I'm camping, 100%, the, the, those wipes are a great idea. Flushable wipe is a misnomer. Mm-hmm. It's, that is not a thing. You are going to eventually destroy, if you've got a septic tank, if you plug into to city lines, bad, bad, bad ideas. If you're using these at work, I can promise you Roto-Rooter is making regular visits to your office. That is not a thing. So you're it's saying to me it, that it they're the, just flat out lying on their packaging. Did, did, you ever heard of Teflon? I have. Like the government will lie to you about stuff, Mark. Yeah. They'll, they'll let people make money. And lie to your face. They do it all the time. I mean, that hurts. Really, anything will fit down a hole. It's flushable, right? From a technical standpoint. That's right. Standpoint. Absolutely right. 
Yeah, but there's a difference. Regular but wipes. I'm talking about like just wipes. I understand. Definitely don't I, flush those. I understand Bad. what you're talking about. Flush. Talk to now, and I'm, I'm sure you're going to get maybe something has happened in the last couple of years, and now flushable wipes are, are breaking down more or something like that. Uh, most of the plumbers and guys that I've talked to have said that is an absolute lie. Don't do it. And again, it's, it's such an easy solution, Mark. Instead of what you're, the flushable wipe solution, and again, for a guy that has in your tax bracket, it doesn't matter. For a dude like me who's pinching the pennies on the toilet paper, it's, it matters that I get a, I can buy a $20 bidet yeah. and just, you know, take care of everything that way. It's a much more efficient process than me going out and spending $7 every time I need 15 flushable wipes. This would not shock you that I'm not the one that purchases toilet paper for this office. Someone else uh, does that. But I get a little upset when they go a little cheap on the toilet paper. That's the next thing I was going to ask you about, because there are very few things in the house that I'm picky about, and I'm not a materialistic guy at all. I don't care about brand names or anything like that. However, I get mad when my wife tries to pinch pennies on toilet paper. I get mad when she tries to pinch penny on condiments. Yep. Like oh. ketchup and mustard. Just oh, buy Heinz. Yes. Just like, get just, the good yes. stuff. Like, yep. what are you doing? What You're not saving. And Anderson Erickson is by far the greatest dairy on the planet. If it's a few dollars more to get Anderson Erickson over Roberts or Hills Farms or whatever yep. garbage they're trying to, to pitch at you, <laughs> do it. Like the, when it, I like A&E, but when it comes to milk, I slightly disagree with you. You're, and you're a huge milk guy. Land, Land O'Lakes yep. is really good. Really okay. good milk. Well, sold I'll, sold defer that. I'll, sold def- I'll defer to you on that because you drink a lot more milk than I do. I drink way too much milk, by the way. Um, uh, something you were just talking about. What were we just talking about? Um, How awesome the days are. No, the, uh, we do need to get flushable wipes here at the, the office. The, Don't, uh, do it. Don't do not it. Not skimping. What was the other thing you said? The toilet paper and what else? You don't want oh, the condiments. I was going to ask you a totally weird random question. I was thinking about this the other day because I was having a hot dog. And we found out that so much of our childhood was similar. Like, we grew up in a similar way, similar yeah. fathers and all and all of that. Did any of you guys growing up had a, have what I refer to as a pickle elevator, like in your fridge? My parents had a, 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 a Tupperware container, and you'd put cold water in the container. And then put the pickles, like pickles that you'd put on a sandwich, you'd put them in the container and it had a lid on it. But to get the pickles, you'd like pull up and oh, like, the, like pull a strainer from the yeah, bottom. Yeah, you pull or the strainer up. Yeah, and the water would fall through because yeah. it's like a strainer, but the cold pickles would come up to and the that top. That was in your fridge? Yeah, yeah, we kept you, it in the fridge. It was, oh, it was you a, kept it in the fridge. It was, it, like a, it was like a pitcher. Yeah, it, it, it fit right next to where you'd put the ketchup bottle and the mustard bottle, yeah, et cetera. Yeah, but I, it, was, yeah. it was a pickle elevator. I don't, I don't recall ever having that, but we may have. But I mean, pickles are gross anyway, so I wouldn't I'll have touched it regardless. I love pickles. But I have a lot of friends that are in that category. Have you had a food, either one of you guys, that you realized that you love but thought you hated for a long time. So I probably didn't realize that I love sweet relish until I was 28 years old. Pickles might fall into that for me. Um, you know, I've got a lot of weird ones. I've, I've always liked weird foods. Um, sauerkraut. Man, I, my mouth waters when I say it. Literally right now, the back of my mouth is watering really? up when I say oh. sauerkraut. I love it so much. Yeah. Um, but something I didn't like, I was just telling my dad this last night, he used to take, when we were kids, and he would take a bag of peanuts or sunflower seeds, and he would drink a little bit of his 20-ounce Pepsi or Coke, yeah. and then he would dump a bag of peanuts 
into his Coca-Cola. Into it? Really? Yeah. Man, I yeah, just yeah, thought yeah. that was the grossest thing when just I was Just so it, like, get coated and taste like Coke. Wash some of the salt he, off. He also used to take a raw tomato, and he would take, like, a salt packet, and my dad would eat a tomato like an apple. He would just bite into the tomato, and then he'd pour a little salt on it, and he'd yeah, keep eating weird. it. And it, those are two things I thought were so gross when I was a kid, and now... Another that, similarity. My dad loved tomatoes. Oh, I love yeah. it. My dad used to eat tomatoes all the time. Yeah, it, it, That was like a, when we were on vacations and, like, long road trips... Yeah. We would get little tomatoes and eat them like that. And I always thought it was so gross and weird, but I did it because the family did it, and now I love it. I think that's a an awesome thing. What about, about and the sunflower seeds and pop too? Great. I, I I'm a pretty picky eater. Yeah. Um, I think I was scarred as a as a kid. I remember uh, peas peas and carrots. Yeah. Right? I had to finish the whole thing. I ended up barfing it up, and because I'm like four <laughs> I'm or five, peas? and I don't, I've had just like issues with vegetables primarily since then. Um. Maybe something, and it's kind of more of a trendy thing now, I think, but mayonnaise with uh, <laughs> with French fries, or like mayonnaise and ketchup with yeah, French fries. Yeah, I'm still, I can't like get that. thing that. was always weird. I don't, I don't mind that now, but I used to be like, that sounds freaking disgusting. Wait, you're like mixing the mayo and the ketchup together? You can mix it, or you can kind of maybe dip one and then dip the other the next mm. time. Is or, it like bench know? sauce? Because bench sauce was good. I like that. Yeah. It's, I mean, bench sauce has the, is more mustard-based. But how, how do you guys eat um, uh, peanuts at the ballpark if you... Uh, you know, you're sitting watching an I Cubs game. Crack like them with, 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 with the with shell. My hand. With the yep. shell. Yep. Like, how do you how do you eat them? Crack them in my hand. Come. Take the peanut out with my fing- with my fingers and and throw them in. And oh, see, but, I, but I like then, I like pop the top off. No no shell whatsoever. Because a lot of people no. like the salt on the shell. No. It'll suck on the peanut for a while. No, those no, shells have been on the you, floors of all the factories it's gone through to get to you. The amount of mouse urine yeah. that's floating on those and all that. That's just. I mean, I, it's <laughs> mouse, <laughs> mouse urine. The mouse urine's inside the peanut too. But I just I don't want to think about that. And but I do have the uh, sunflower seeds. I've understood. I have a kind of unique way of under, of eating sunflower seeds so i'll take about 15 seeds or so and throw them in my mouth and i'll put them into my left cheek okay yeah and i'll put one seed in the middle of my mouth and i'll crack that seed and i will spit the shell mm-hmm. and then i will stash the seed onto the right side of my <laughs> cheek wow you've got a process until i get all 15 or as many as i can without kind of losing control of the ones on the right side <laughs> And then I eat the seeds because I never feel like you get enough how, flavor. How long does this whole process take? Well, it depends on how many seeds I throw in there and what so I'm actually doing with my time. To go from one side to the next, 15 seeds. You know, half inning. Okay. All right. 15. That's, it's hard to yell at the kids on the ball field when you got 15 seeds and in your mouth. And that's why you know I do saying? it, Nick, like, because it's, it keeps <laughs> you can't me be from heard. screaming and yelling. Yeah. All right. I got to ask you guys a couple questions. We, we, we don't have great questions, I'm going to be honest with you. Right. But there's a couple anyway, so I'll ask. This, this relates to Williams last night. Best mac and cheese type. He says, I'm a spiral guy myself. Did, did you hear Williams last night on the show say that he's never had or he doesn't eat mac yeah, and cheese? Yeah, and I told, him a he's a, I told him he's a loser what a, on this. A loser. So people are like, oh, you can do all sorts of mac and cheese. I keep it simple. It's craft mac and cheese. I've got a way that yeah, I make I, it. I saw a guy say, like, if, you're crafting, if your mac and cheese Dude. comes out of a box, you're not doing it right. Yeah, shut up. Shut Jeff. up. Yeah. <laughs> you, sound like a, you sound like a douche whose bathroom has rooms. I average, <laughs> I, average a box of, I, I average a box of mac and cheese probably once every couple of weeks. Yeah, I'd average. say that. We had last night, we had pork chops, corn, and mac and cheese. What else did Aaron have on the on the table? There was something else. But, yeah, I, I, and I one of the reasons you do it, at least thing. in our family, is everyone in the house likes it. Everybody does. So the, the question is, what's your favorite mac and cheese? That would be mine because, because that's the one I eat the most. I don't know that I have a favorite, but I, there's also nothing that I, not a mac and cheese that I dislike. Do you add right? things if to it? Sometimes we add hot dogs can, to like, it. Yeah. 
hamburger mac and cheese to me is so easy. Cheeseburger mac. Yep, it's so great, easy. No, no pickles or anything like that. I'm talking just literally throwing some meat into my macaroni and cheese. You guys probably do it differently. Honestly, that's a a once every two or three weeks, that's a meal at our house is mac and cheese and hamburger. Brown it, throw it together. And so like Go after Amy, Amy does that, but she she makes homemade mac. Well, she's making the noodles, you know. Yeah. But she's yeah. she grows the, the noodles. So she's doing all the work. She herself. pulls them off the noodle it's tree. Not coming, of, not coming out of a box. <laughs> um, <laughs> the noodle tree. That's a good one. The best cold summer beverage in specifics. Mark, what kind of milk? Ross, what kind of beer? Uh, Nick can just f off on this one. No, Nick, you can tell us too. Best summer beverage. So uh, I will tell you. For me, no one will be surprised by this, um, and I will address the milk. But I uh, I like the Summer shandy's fine. Um, I'm a big fan of, of things with a fruit to them. Red's apple ale is good. I just had a peach one the other day that's good. Um, and for the milk, I already alluded to this, uh, consistently Land O'Lakes is the best yeah, type of right. milk. So I'm, uh, my non-alcoholic would be, and I, I'm stealing this from your fridge up there. Yeah. Not necessarily the brand of the Arnold Palmer, but I do like iced tea lemonade mm-hmm. as a combination during the summer. You, if you're getting that at a restaurant, do you say you want an Arnold Palmer? Yeah, I do. For my, the most part, I would. My wife refuses to. She goes, I'll do half lemonade, half iced tea. Dude, okay. why, why, why does okay. your wife have to be so difficult? I have no idea why she refuses to say the name. My wife, very reluctant. So there is one thing that's kind of odd. Uh, I've never never thought about this, but I will order a Cherry 7-Up, and my wife orders a Roy Rogers. And those are essentially the same, the same thing. thing. Okay. Yeah. I, I, you didn't I know, didn't never that. heard of Roy Rogers. Yeah. Most people don't. But when my wife says it, I've never once, in, in the 20 years we've been, and we go out a lot. Wait, say that again. What's the Roy Rogers? It's a Cherry 7-Up. It's a 7-Up with grenadine. I did not know that. That's I never one. once has a, has a waitress or, you know, said... A waiter said, "What's a what's a Roy Rogers?" Probably go back to the bar and be like, "Hey, they said something about Roy Rogers." Somebody said something. What's a yeah, do, do you guys know who that is? Did he come in here before I started working here? That's interesting. So, uh, yeah, I think you know, summer shandies are always a good idea. I like to have if those like in one, February, like when it gets to like 35 degrees. I like to have a summer shandy because then I'm it's reminds the cabin fever for hopes kind of for hopes yeah. of what's to come. Like here's what's dude. We that's got funny. this to look forward to. When I was a maintenance man at the apartment complex in the middle of winter, we would go and get hot dogs that come and go and do hot dogs and lemonade mm-hmm. and, and it was like we were tricking our brain into yeah. thinking we were at the ballpark or it's, something it was that's a good degrees. meal there's nothing yeah, wrong right, with that right do you so get, for the but i will give you yeah. a drink real quick uh the name the brand name is stiegel the brewery is stiegel mm. and it's radler, the radler. Okay. and it's uh that's a really good summer beer have you had that charter no do you i think you would like that no yeah, i do too yeah. it's that's a really good transition beer if you're normally just a macro brew bud light but you know coors light type of guy yeah. stiegel's i could tell you my my, my, but it's grapefruit instead my, of lemon. My rule for beer, as as the color of the beer gets darker, I like it less and less. So if it's a, if it's a lighter beer, I'll and another one, like I, it. I just had the other day, and it was fantastic. If you like sweeter beers, uh, Shells is coming out with one that's called Sangria, mm-hmm. and it is a. We had one can of it the other day as a promotional item, and of four of us. It was me and Tommy Birch and Ken Payne and uh, Emery Songer tried it, and every one of us. And Emery's a Bud Light only guy. Everybody in that room was like, damn, that was really good. So there you go. Shields, uh, Sangria, and Stiegel Radler. All right. What do you got, Nick? Do you have a, a I, I had a random oh uh well, yeah I'm a like summer shandy shandy I guess is what I would say as far as my like summertime drink otherwise like bush light right that's just that's a good one to enjoy when it's bush 90 light. 90 freaking degrees out and you just sit chilling in the garage watching some Cubs baseball uh 
Ted Flint wants to know, by the way, <laughs> going to need Ross's snack cake rankings. <laughs> All right. Ted, you do not want. Are you do. a little Debbie guy? Well, like, here's the thing. Why would you ask a guy that barely weighs 150 pounds yeah. to rank snack <laughs> cakes? Right. Like, do you have a favorite? Do you have a favorite little Debbie product? You guys are going to hate me so much for this because if I start throwing some of these out and they're not necessarily little Debbie, let me know. Well, okay. like, but you, 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 Twinkie's not a little yeah, Debbie. Here's what I would say. Forget little Debbie. What's your favorite snack cake? I think Nutty Bars fall into under the little Debbie family. Yep. I love me some Nutty Bars. Yep. Uh, I think that there's a specific way to eat Nutty Bars, though, that isn't, isn't maybe accepted societal i don't know what that way. means like save the balls right, for last so, no, what are you no, no. talking about so here? if you look at a nutty bar individually it is four wafers with layers of peanut butter spread thinly between the yeah. wafers yeah it's okay? delicious yeah so what i like to do is actually crack off the top yep. wafer almost like an oreo cookie okay and then you scrape the peanut butter that is underneath that layer Onto that, onto the top wafer, and then you eat that top wafer and the peanut butter together. This I sounds know this, way I know, too involved. I know. And again, it's, maybe it goes back to my sunflower seed wow. thing. Maybe this is why I weigh 150 pounds because it takes me an hour to eat a That's nutty bar. You're wearing most of it too, but you know the chocolate's melting in your fingers. Yeah, no, I just, uh, I just, I just stick, <clears throat> stick said nutty bar in the mouth and bite. The one that I eat. loved when I was a kid that I don't know how now is Star Crunch. Oh yeah, used to love the oh, Star Crunch. Oh yeah, and I, now, loved, I loved uh, it. No oh. thanks. Star Crunch. I loved um, because if I'd come from from school, we'd have one snack cabinet. Yeah, there yeah, was always little too. Debbies. So it was either uh, sometimes Nutty Bars, uh, Star Crunch was a common one. Yeah. Oatmeal cream pies were. Yeah, were don't like oatmeal common. cream pies. And another thing, I'm almost a candy racist. Okay, I do not like white candy. <laughs> I can't think of a single... At least you're racist in the right direction. What do you mean the right direction? I'm Is there saying. a right... There's a wrong it direction? It would have sounded worse, Ross, if you went the other way. That's all I'm saying. Don't be a snowflake, okay? <laughs> the, uh, uh, you know, but I definitely... I can't think of a white candy that I enjoy. I do like almond. Uh, so every now and again, you get like a coconut almond treat or something, and it will be white. Snowballs are white, but I don't care for those. Mounds, almond joy. But again, that's a brown. It's the chocolate that brings that thing together. Well, there's not a lot of white candies to begin with. Well, like Twinkies. When you, Twinkies are no, don't want Twinkies. Quote unquote no, white. I think Twinkies are gross. Really? I think they're disgusting. I don't like Ho Hos. Um, Ho Hos are the. What are the pink ones? Are those, are those snowballs? Maybe those are snowballs, snowballs. too. Yeah. Yeah, because that's coconut. Oh, so yeah. KK says strawberry shortcake. That's I was going to bring that Swiss, up. Swiss cake rolls yep. is kind of like the king of Little Debbie snacks. So, it's kind of at the top. I eat those in a similar way that Ross eats his uh, Nutty Bars. Where Zebra cakes. I eat it. I kind of spin it sideways, and then I, like, un- unroll it almost. Like a fruit roll-up? Yeah, and like it's what it kind of chunks off, and then eventually you get a bunch of cream. How do you eat? How do you eat a fruit roll up? Is the question. That's a good one. So if I get a fruit roll up, I ball it up and then stick it in my mouth. Uh, I couldn't tell last time I had a fruit roll up, but yeah, I, I think I would either. do. I think I do the same thing. Really? Nothing, Ross. Can't remember the last so like time fruit, I had a fruit, fruit roll. Fruit by up. the foot. You just rip the whole thing off and just jam the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, fruit I, I, I wouldn't like, do that. I would. I would see again, but I'm. I'm uh, I'm not a foodie at all. I'm just not a foodie. And when I do, I take my time. Like with with a fruit roll up or with fruit by a foot, I would I'd piecemeal it. No, a little just little by little. little How old well do you guys know? I like to pack it. Like, oh, look, I'm chewing. How old well do you guys know your wives? Someone asked me the other day what uh, was my 
wife's birthday and they asked what her favorite candy was. And I, I think I knew it and I told her, but it made me think, I wonder how many people know what their wife's favorite candy is. Would you guys be able to answer that question? Like, what are we calling candy, right? Are a we calling, snack, like are a we calling snack, little Debbie cakes candy? So in, the, in this case, I told her my wife likes Swedish fish. They're like, they're cherry. The name is mm. gross and disgusting, yeah. but they're just fish shaped cherry, cherry right, right, type exactly. candies. Gummies. When it comes to buying anything sweet for my wife, it's always red velvet. If I can find anything red velvet, I'm getting it. Really? Yep. Uh, Which is really for, just red chocolate, right? For Aaron, essentially, yeah. Aaron, it is Starburst. All of them are certain colors. Well, uh, yeah, there are. There, she does have. That's it. That is the fave reds are her. That's the that's the pack I'll buy. Um, I love the the fact that Starburst did that. By the way, like it's the public acknowledgement that we understand that the the orange and <laughs> yellow are crap. You know, so we're just going to give you what you want. While they're still the, producing the crap. They're the bane of my existence, man. <laughs> Starburst? Starburst are the favorites. The, the, they're yes. one and the same. Oh, okay. why, why is this? Is it the individual wrapped yes. pieces? Yes. <laughs> yes, you've got it. And the fact that an eight-year-old and, uh, you know, my wife... I, we're just we're not a typical family at any any we, we, stretch. We've gathered this for sure. And you know, my wife can be. We're kind of messy. We're kind of messy people. Yep. But it drives me insane, man. When I come downstairs and there is like seventeen tiny little pieces of Starburst wrappers, and they're everywhere. They're under the couch. They're on the it's couch. It's like she was like couch. eating and just like flicking them it's across like, the living room. It is. It's almost like it was a challenge to see how far and wide we could spread one single Starburst wrapper. And then here's the problem: you don't eat one. You eat like 43. That's why Starburst was so smart. Well, I thought you were going to say they used to sell you the little eight pack. And then they're yeah. like, what are we doing? Are we, are we, are we, we sell eight and we can sell 80. Yeah. And we'll charge them 10 times the amount. And this is brilliant. And now I'm every other day stopping at Hy-Vee and getting this. Have you had the newer version? Though? Have you had the newer version, which is the, the bag with the zip, the zip sealed top? So they're not wrapped. They're tiny. They're much, the, much the, smaller than the regular no, ones. There's, a, there's a mini Starburst. There's mini there. Starburst, and they're unwrapped. Okay. I'm going to have to try this. They're a little harder. It comes little in like a bulk bag, Starburst. though. Yeah. I mean, it's like they're going to be more expensive than a pack. But that's if the wrapper's the problem, they almost look like that's little, the solution, uh, like, my friend. Like chiclets? They look like chiclets, yeah. They're chiclet size. size, for sure. Well, this is the hard-hitting stuff that people tune into the yeah, podcast. Right. Hey, why do you, you, do you uh, peel your banana like from the top or the bottom? I don't Have eat bananas. Hate bananas. You hate don't bananas. Like, don't like anything banana flavored. I didn't um, know you could open the damn things from the bottom, but apparently you can. Yeah, I, I've always viewed it as that, that uh, stem is there for a reason. That's the grip. It's the handle, yeah. That's where you pull from, for sure. Yeah. Sometimes you got to score the, the top of it there to get it to really rip good instead of smishing the whole top. I but like it when I see things online that people say, uh, how old were you oh. when you first learned that this worked One this way? One of them was the banana peeling. And you're like, I was way. this day it's old or whatever. Old. Like, And I watch those, I'm like, damn, I did not know that was the case. Yeah, but dude, some of that stuff's garbage. You've seen the pineapple one, right? Uh, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, really yeah, like yeah. Pe- it didn't, it didn't work? No. Your, your pineapple has to be like the perfect amount of ripeness in order for it to peel apart that way. Like I saw no. one, one that jumps out to me, and we've got, I'm not going to try it right now, but Gatorade, like the cap fits perfectly on the bottom. Like you can put your cap on oh, the bottom the of the bottom bottle of it because, and it fits. It, because everybody wants to do that. Why? How? Yeah. What I, I'm the just saying, hell man. is wrong? 
That was like, for, I, you know, I guarantee that was for stacking purposes when it comes to shipping and it, distribution and everything, you know? Yeah, but, but, but when people are like, well, man, check it out. Now I have a place. That inconvenience. I don't need exactly. Anymore. The inconvenience of holding that cap while I drink my bottle for nine <laughs> seconds. Well, it sounds like you and your messy household could use some of these tips. I mean, you think that we would take the, the time to down. put the cap? No, the cap gets flung against the wall behind the TV. Charter, pay attention. <laughs> now yeah. that I've uh, like, I just picture Some of the vicinity. Of the I'm, trash just, I'm just picturing your house, Ross. I walk in. There's Starburst wrappers all over the place. I yep. go up to take a poop in your toilet. There's yeah. poop everywhere because you splash it everywhere. No, there's no you're, door. You're not, yeah. you're not understanding. There's no the, door. I have no <laughs> privacy. Like you're there. You're by. there watching me take a dump. Like <laughs> it, it just sounds like a calling me out on it. I actually have a few mirrors set up in the bathroom, too, so I don't have to sit in the bathroom to watch you poop. I can sit other places in the house. And can you see a TV? So you can can you see a TV, TV from where you poop? I had that set up for a short period Via of time. Via a mirror? Were you looking at the mirror? Via a mirror, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. When I built the bathroom, it the it's like you walk in the door, and the toilet is right to your right side, backed up to the wall, obviously. And, so, and the TV was, if you stood in the doorway and looked out, the TV was facing you. It wasn't intentional to do that, but when we hung a mirror, I realized, oh, my God, I can watch TV. Do you need two mirrors so that it's not backwards? No, well, if you if if you really want to you do it to the adjust. right way. Right? It doesn't yeah. matter. Call if you're like, that damn dude's running the third base. Call our Why friends is he running at, the yeah, third? Call our friends <laughs> at Satellite City. They'll figure out how to do that for you. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, uh, and, I, and I do want to ask you one more topic before we get out of here. Okay. But before that, uh, Ryan Grove has never regretted sponsoring this thing more than today. I assure you. <laughs> so, Ryan Grove's at Hunziker up in Ames. Um, Ryan poops. So he, we all he, poop. He, he could have joined this don't conversation. He, he doesn't need to feel I, bad I, about I it. I don't we, know how Ryan wipes. I don't know if he bidets it or not. But uh, it, what Ryan does do is sell property. So if you need to if you're buy look, or sell a house up in Ames. If you're looking for that house with a bidet, he can help you find it. Yeah, if there. you want a bidet in the new house, Ryan could maybe call around and ask. But uh, Ryan's a good dude. He's up in Ames helping you buy and sell houses. Doing a good job up there. And a sponsor of the Fawcast. So give Ryan a shout. My question to you, Ross, is baseball-related because you're a huge baseball guy. Uh, thought this was the right move or not yesterday. You had the bat flip incident. Oh, yeah, Tim Anderson with the White yeah. Sox. Tim Anderson Royals. goes yeah. deep. He doesn't, he, does, he doesn't flip the bat. He, like, throws it, spikes it towards his dugout. The next time he's up to bat, he takes one in the hip. Yeah. Uh, deserved or undeserved? Where do you fall on this baseball? It's the rules. It's the unspoken rules of the game stuff. Was that pitcher being a punk for doing that, or did he show him up? Oh man, it, that's such a that's such a hard thing, Mark. I don't. We were talking about this a little before we got went on, like how we all divide up into teams with stuff. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's instantly you're either team Game of Thrones or you're team anti Game of Thrones. There's nothing in between, mm-hmm. and you. You have to decide which you're on. And I feel like this is the same thing that you're either team bat flip or team anti bat flip or team headhunter or anti team headhunter. And I just feel like it's such a complicated thing where the answer is somewhere in the middle. I want baseball to be a lot of fun. If a dude hits a ball that goes 480 feet, celebrate, man. That's awesome. If a guy strikes out a dude in three pitches or strikes out a dude in 14 pitches, celebrate if you want to. You just. You just beat one of the best in the world at what he's supposed to be great sure. at. Good job out of you. Yeah. And I don't like the idea that whenever somebody does that, now we're going to chuck this ball at him. And 
a lot of times it does cause injury. Not all the time and not the majority of the time, but a lot of times it ends up causing some sort of injury. Hits a hand, hits a wrist. A bone. Yeah, right. Even bruises a hip or something and causes some sort of delay in that guy's career. Yeah. I wish baseball could get past it. I wish baseball could get past a lot of these unwritten rules of if you do this and you show me up, yeah. if, if you're better than me at what we do, then I'm going to get you back. And I'm not going to do it in a fair way. I'm not going to strike you out and show you that I am better than you in the next moment. I'm going to not even play the game. I'm going to hit you to sh- – I mean, it's the it's like the most childish and thing And what's really ever. dumb about it is I'm going to retaliate because you, you bothered me, you hurt my feelings, and the way I'm going to yeah. do that is by hurting my own team. Put exactly. you on base. We're, by putting you on base. What I'm really going to do, Mark, because I'm glad we're talking about it like this, because what it really is, it's not even – I'm going to hold on to that grudge until the next time Mark Charter comes up. Then I'm going to throw a ball at him and hurt him. I'm going to hurt his. I'm going to really hurt his. He hurt my feelings, so I'm going to physically hurt him. Yeah. It's so childish. Yeah. It's not even that simple. It's I'm going to hold a grudge against that guy until the time is right. Mm-hmm. So the next time Mark comes up, if the bases are loaded and it's a tight I'm not game, him. I'm not hitting him then. Yeah. No, I'm yeah. going to wait two years from now until yeah. we're in a. Uh, you know, I'm up six to nothing in the seventh inning. You're both with different teams. And then I'm going to plunk in. And the and announcers and, always know and show him too. how tough. Oh, that was because of this. Blah, blah, blah. Yep. I've told this story before, and I don't remember all the details. But the greatest retaliation I've ever seen in baseball—I watched a lot of baseball growing up—was I don't remember what led up to it, but Dale Murphy was a long time brave mm-hmm. right and at the end of his career he went to the Phillies mm-hmm. and I don't know how long he played there but he was with the Phillies and the Phillies and Braves were having a, a thing happening and I remember I think it was Glavin was on the mound and Glavin had clear instructions based on what had just occurred to hit uh, Murphy hit Dale Murphy and you could tell by watching this you can YouTube this Dale Murphy uh, or, Phil, or Glavin didn't want to hit Dale Murphy but he had to throw at him so he threw at him like 38 miles per hour, mm-hmm. you know, behind him and got tossed mm-hmm. for it. But it was like everyone in the ballpark knew I have to do it. You know, I don't want to hit this guy. I'm not going to hit this guy. So here's my feeble attempt at it. Yeah. And that was a case of good sportsmanship, doing it the right way. But it was the rules again. It's still the case. Of, he, had, he had to do it. Let, right? let's, use a, let's use a cliche term that I, I, I don't think I've ever used in a real conversation. Toxic masculinity. Mm-hmm. Like that's Tom Glavin going. Oh man, I've got to do this because the other twenty-five dudes in that locker room tonight, I've got to. They're gonna. I will be the pariah in that room if I'm not the dude that did this. Why'd you let him do that? My you? job on this team is to throw the ball and hit that guy. Yep. And I don't want to do it. Yeah. And it's stupid for us to do it. And 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 the only reason that we're doing it is so that we can puff our chest and go, see? See, we showed you, didn't we? It's so dumb, man. I've never understood it. There's so many things about baseball like that. All this dumb stuff. You know, a couple years ago when they got all mad at A-Rod because he ran across the mound, I'd never heard. I've been around baseball for 35 years. I'd never in my life heard, you're not supposed to touch the dirt unless you're the pitcher. Shut up. Yeah. It's so stupid. Yeah. So much stuff we do. It's so dumb. Yeah. Uh, they, they need to get rid of umps pretty soon. Speaking of dumb. That's going to happen, oh man. I'm God. telling you. They're, they're not going to get rid of a mark. That's the wrong thing. And I don't think that's the right thing to even want. Use the technology as a conduit. Make the, make the umpires the conduits the right way to use that word. But use the technology 
to assist them in their in doing their jobs. And dude, it's there. It's so easy. I was listening to a podcast the other day. I was thinking about Stansbury with this, and it was about the G League. Four or five years ago, they the when they were really starting to get into instant replay, the NBA, they wanted to streamline this process. What I've been screaming about for years, the NBA is going to eventually do, and that is eliminate all the pomp and circumstance. We don't need to have an official stop the game, go to the sideline, and get get an official word. We all carry with us the technology to not do that. The guy can just stand right there and get the same information Dude, you, in his you, ear you could or be standing at second base at Kauffman Stadium, and I could be in Des Moines, Iowa, yeah. and I could call you on your cell phone and say, hey, that guy was out. Yeah. Yeah. And you wouldn't have to go anywhere. I saw a call so bad the other day. I don't know if you saw this in the Cubs game, but I think it was Cubs. Uh, don't know how they were playing. But anyway, um, there was a play at second base. And the, I think the guy was stealing. And he was out by what we describe as a mile in baseball. Um, ump calls him safe. Yep. But the call was so bad and so obvious that the guy popped up and just started heading back towards first. Yeah, I saw first. that. And Javi ran over and tagged yeah. him. I saw that. Like, how do you miss yep. something so that, Mark, that let's poorly? Say, let's 2019. That happened last week. Let's say that that guy wouldn't have jumped off the base and Javi's still standing there with the ball and everybody knows now. And now if so here's ex- in, in real time, here's how that would have played out. There would have been a few moments of commotion. Javi would have questioned the umpire, told him he was wrong. You'd have heard the crowd boo and hiss. Yep, they, they'd have made some signal to the uh, to the dugout. Joe Madden would have come out and done his official, hey, let's look at that call. Can we protest mm-hmm. this? And so now the umpires are all looking at each other and acknowledging that Joe did that. And so now these umpires, who, by the way, some of them are 60 years old and weigh 280 pounds, <laughs> yep. they've got to jog across the field yeah. to come up to home plate. The umpires get together and they have this little meeting where they go, well, they don't think we're good at our jobs. They don't think we saw it right. We're going to show them. And then the four of them walk over to the, the actual stands. The one dude holding the headset. Put on wired headsets like we're wearing to do a podcast. Yep. And some guy in another community tells them what everybody else has already seen on the giant jumbo truck. They're the last to know. Yeah, uh, the dude was out by a mile. <laughs> right? I That's wanna, how. I want to know what they say. Are you, are you sure? And then. Because these are guys that don't want to make the umps feel bad. And then. Uh, 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 Larry, uh, not, we, your, not your we, fault, dude. Tough angles on that. Yeah. But, uh, uh, sun was in your uh, eyes. Yeah, uh, you got that wrong. Okay. Good luck, bud. So then they come out and they break their little huddle. And the oldest guy, who is the crew chief, he gives the big emphatic outside yep uh-huh. now we're on and now we got to wait for that 65 year old 285 pound man to run back out to shallow right field i've never understood why it takes two guys it, and that's the thing the nba this is what i was getting at the nba is doing it right you know what the nba wanted did four or five years ago and it, they couldn't master it so they bailed on it but they're gonna do it this is insane they fit their officials in the g league for mo- they molded their molars and put a speaker and microphone in their mouth. Really? Now, so the the replay officials. Have you heard this yet, Jared? The replay officials could it basically vibrates the bone on your tooth, wow. and that's how you hear it. You don't feel it at all. You hear a voice inside your head. That's crazy. And it's the replay official in New York with direct communication into the head of the official that's as he's weird. running up and down the court. And it worked too well, Mark. The problem that they got that they had to get away from was the dude couldn't tell where the voice was coming from. So he didn't know if this was an assistant coach on the bench yelling at okay. him that he'd missed a travel okay. or if this was a guy at the scorer's wow. table or another official or a player. 
he was hearing this voice in his head that was telling him how to do his job, that's and he crazy. didn't know who it was. That's it's, crazy to me. That just that was four or five years Sports ago. Sports in ten years is going to be really, really interesting to, to watch. We've got to get people to embrace it. Speaking, speaking of sports, uh, one quick sports update. Um, the sports gambling becoming legal in Iowa uh, cleared a major hurdle yesterday past the Senate. Um, it's onto the house where it is expected to pass. And, uh, I'll say word on the street in quotes is that the governor uh, will sign it. So we should have sports gambling legal, uh, very soon in Iowa and probably July one at this point, you'll be able to go down to Prairie Meadows and place a bet for the first time in our lives in Iowa, which is interesting, right? I'm not gonna say it's good or it's bad, but I, a buddy was talk, we were talking about this and he said, and my point was to him, whether you gamble or not, it's going to be really interesting next March at Prairie Meadows. Oh, it's going to be a fun time. When you got an event and I got to go place to watch it, if you want to put five bucks down or whatever, you can do it. Uh, But atmospherically, it's going to be, I think, a pretty cool thing. Do you think a lot more people gamble? Like, I'm not a gambler, and I will probably once or twice in my life when I'm out at Prairie Meadows or Wild Rose Casino or something like that, and I'm with somebody's, I'll walk in and put $5 on a game or something like that. But I'm certainly not going to start picking up gambling. Yeah. Do you think a lot more people like are you you have a lot of friends that you talk gambling with? Yeah. Will you have more friends that get interested in it? Um, I don't think that I, I do think some is the answer. Okay. I, th- I think a small amount of people will do it now that it's legal. I think that the legality was the barrier really for, the, for them. But beyond that, I think you're a person that either uh, internally is a gambler or not. Yeah, I'm with you. The feeling. You were not, about I yep. am. Right, right. Right? And that's not going to change whether something becomes illegal or not. Same, same thing with weed. I see. Right? That's exactly what I was going to say. I don't think a lot of people are going to be like, well, now I'm going to try it. Yeah, well, it's legal. legal. I'm smoking They're it up. scared of right. what it's going to do to their bodies, right? right? They don't want to do it. So, they don't so, like, just like gambling, they don't like the feeling. They yeah. tried it. The legality didn't stop them from trying it. They tried it and they went, eh, that's I, not for I, me. I, I think this is what's going to happen with sports betting. It's going to be similar to all of the people that bet once a year on horse racing. That's their busiest day of the year at Prairie Meadows is the Kentucky Derby. That's a good point. A that, lot that, of people go out and that that they're there. And are they're be there, insane. so they're gonna they're gonna put five bucks on the race because everyone else is doing it. You're gonna get a lot of people that go out for the Super Bowl and bet for the first time in their lives. They're going to go to March Madness and bet for the first time in their lives, and that will be their introduction to it, and it doesn't mean it's going to stick. Prey Meadows yep. is going to have game watch parties all the yeah. time. Yeah, and you'll be out yeah. there doing live remotes, you know, yeah. probably. So but They won't get all the guys, you know, they won't get the Rosses going out there at 10 o'clock every morning to place their Yankees bet every single day. Well, and right. the thing is, like, the way that they're setting this up is that you're going to be able to do yeah. it mobily. Yeah, you will, for you sure. I mean, you're going to have to go out there and either hit Wild Rose or you're, hit. You're going to have to fund your account ahead of time yep right yep. and whatever's in your account that's what you can bet but you absolutely will be able to do that um i don't believe you're going to be able to do um they're also making legal fan duel and for people that like the fantasy sports the daily fantasy sports they're making that legal but i believe they won't make it legal to do um do the college sports that's what they said right that, that's what the one thing they did prohibit was but you will be able daily to bet fantasy on iowa college. and iowa state yes you'll be the only thing is daily fantasy college so like DraftKings and FanDuel. yeah their college whatever you'd call that market is yeah. not available here so which i'm 
I don't do that personally, so I guess I don't give a crap, but whatever. All right, let's get out of here. Uh, thanks for listening, thanks for everybody. Thanks, Jared, out here. who's not on the mic today, but he's here recording. He's here in heart. Uh, Any spirit. sound quality issues experienced yeah, are blame, the direct result of Jared's Blame experience. Jared. Wow. Uh, uh, and join us next week. Hey, thanks Williams, for coming in. Williams will be back uh, next week. Ross, thank you as always for coming in. Uh, you're basically a member of the crew at this uh, point. You've been in some Glad to feel that way, guys. Thank you so much. All right, everybody. We'll see you next week.